<laughs> Welcome to Observe and Retort. Hi. It is the 38th week of 2020. Can you believe it? I am David Henry. I am Luna Stjernebu. And this is our little podcast about the crazy shit that's happened this week. Uh-huh. That you probably haven't heard of. Probably not. Maybe, okay, if you're a little weirdo. If you're reading, if you've heard of all of our stories, you're reading too much news. I think you've got an addiction. You have to stop. But still listen to this, because we need listen you. Listen to this, yeah. but just not. Pause it, the other things. Yeah. You don't need that. This is two episodes noise. in a row that we've told people to not listen to other sources, even though we're definitely <laughs> we're just... not a news source. We're just two Oh my dickheads. God, are we starting a cult? I think so. Mm. I'm okay with it. I'm not, I'm not opposed. we're all on board what could go wrong honestly and we're recording from my apartment this time we are yeah so we isolated ourselves as much as we could yes which is not very well like good this is a copenhagen apartment like we can barely close the doors so um yeah nothing works i think in these times when someone hears we isolated ourselves as much as we could, they're probably imagining we were talking about Corona, but that's not the case at all. Oh, no. <laughs> we, try, we have duvets around us so yeah. that the sound echoes less. Yes. But my boyfriend is in the apartment with our dog and trying to contain that situation. Yeah. He is a little, you know, he likes to talk, but, um, but he had a good long walk. Boyfriend. Both of them. Oh, my God. Chatty bitches, both. <laughs> They're great. I love them very much. <laughs> also, who the fuck am I <laughs> to say this? Like, oh, my God. They talk so much. Can you believe? Anyway, let's get into it. I'm pumped. Oh, okay. Because now I get to hear about your main story. Because oh, we got cheated okay. last week. Right. In there, yeah. Unless you want, well, you have something you want to discuss. <laughs> no, I'm so ready. Okay. Are you ready? I'm fucking be a ready. Big one. It's uh, gonna be a big one. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I'm gonna, gonna take a sip of water and calm that myself. dick joke in a second. <laughs> what? Because for once, I'm bringing a story about penises. <gasps> I'm flipping the table. How? Dare you steal my material? Nigeria's Kaduna state passes law to castrate <gasps> child rapists. <gasps> it's scandalous. <laughs> Lawmakers in Nigeria's Kaduna state have approved surgical castration as punishment for those convicted of raping children under the age of 14. I'm okay with it. I thought you might say that. <laughs> and we're going to get into a little bit of discussion. I mean, I'm always quick to be like, that's fine. And then we talk about it. I'm like, okay, I guess. But like, fuck those people. Seriously. <laughs> fuck them. You snip them. Okay. I'm sorry, proceed. <laughs> so the state governor still has to sign the bill for it to become law. Okay. But it has passed uh, from the state parliament or senate. I'm not sure what they're called. Mm-hmm. Probably should know. <laughs> but, uh, we'll live. We'll live. Uh, father was born in Kaduna State, but I still have no idea what they've got. Your, your dad father. is born there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> it follows public outrage over a wave of rapes, 
which prompted the nation's state governors to declare a state of emergency. Um, Because people were raping so much? Yeah. Federal law, Nigeria's federal law, allows for between 14 years and life imprisonment for punishment, but state legislators are allowed to set different sentencing rules. Okay. And they have set cutting off the genitalia. Cutting it off. Cutting it, cutting off. I assume just cutting off the ball. I assume also. Just. Because can you, I mean, mean, can you you really, can you you enforce that law? Yeah, I know you technically can't, but like, would that, how would that ever go over in um, just international law? I'm saying surgical castration won't go very well in the international court of opinion, no matter what. Mm. Yeah. There's, I mean, in the UK, we used to chemically castrate people. Homosexuality? Yeah, that's not great. No, it's really not great. No, it's not a cute Even look. Even our war heroes. But this is fucking raping people. Fuck these. Fuck these people. You take their balls away. <laughs> I know. Okay. I know. Sorry. You can't do that to people. Here's a few. I, yeah. Counterpoints. Okay. Um, I'm listening. Number one, which I think is the go-to counterpoint for any kind of. Uh, permanent violent punishment like this mm-hmm. or like the death penalty. Mm-hmm. What about cases where people are later proven to be innocent? What do you then do? How can you make yeah, it up if you've already point. executed someone or mm-hmm. already executed his testicles? Mm. It's just not an appropriate. Do just, you think? Do you think maybe I can't if make he jokes if like if, that if no. <laughs> But if, it's too dark a story. But if you know that, like, just first of all, yeah. there are so few, few zero point fucking something that lies mm. about rape. I, I totally agree. It's not a thing. People think it's a thing. It's not a fucking thing. Look at the numbers. Anyway, it's so it's if a thing, you know, but it's such also, a tiny thing that it's not comparable. It's to, it's it, it is a thing. But of it's course, not some a com- people have not lied. Terrible, but it's to the. Failure to prosecute actual rape. Yes. Yes. But it's not a thing. It, of course, some people have done it, but it's minimal. It's not like a rampage, like this horrible big issue that we have to talk about that a lot of men want it to sound like, hey, what about all the women that lie? I'm like, who the fuck? I, nobody. They, they don't even want to explain or talk about what actually happened to them because you're an asshole and society is an asshole. Anyway, I agree. so I agree. But I'm what so I was that's trying to more say. Rapists in prison. Yes. Not. Yes. I'm just also. I'm just saying. So, yes. if we're talking about what about the people who are wrongly convicted? If a person is like sentenced to get their ball snipped, yeah, maybe people would also very much think twice about making those claims, don't you think? Because it's such a, I don't know. That's difficult. Like, I would be, if I was a person that lied about rape, I maybe would be like, but they're going to snip his balls. That might be like a little much. There's a shit ton of people (laughs) death row in the US. Oh, yeah. Who would have something to say about, maybe if people realize. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck me. 
That's really dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, I'm just think. Yeah, I also think I just definitely yeah. overestimate Take people. Some black men <laughs> might be on death row going. Hmm, Fuck you, white lady. Severe consequences <laughs> were good enough to uh, prevent. <laughs> yeah, accusations. that means absolutely nothing. Maybe I wouldn't be getting executed. No, that's true. Uh, yeah, of course, nothing is a guarantee and there's so many vile people and yeah it's horrible also similarly with the death penalty we know that it's not helpful in stopping like it's not about justice it's about punishment yeah it's not like it's revenge rather than actual prevention Mm -hmm. and the concept is always oh but if there's really severe consequences then they won't do it but that just doesn't play out the way we need it to Mm. Yeah, it's true. Like, are you really going to... If life imprisonment isn't enough to convince you to not do something, is especially considering, as you were saying, and this is particularly bad in Nigeria, that stigma prevents a lot of victims from reporting it at all. Yeah. The number of successful prosecutions globally for rape is shockingly low. Yeah. In Nigeria, it's unfortunately incredibly low Mm. so i'm not sure that this particular while i am i i do very much get the immediate response of uh they're a child rapist do what the fuck you yeah and it is very much an immediate and very emotional response (laughs) obviously there's so many other things that could be preventative that would help more because like when we talk about rape and everything, it's obviously a culture problem. It's how we, yeah. it's how you as a rapist feel entitled. And like, we can talk about all these things that would be a lot better to actually do something about than just be like, we're going to take your fucking balls. Okay. And Don't that do it. Brings me to my second insight point. Okay. Which I am horrifically plagiarizing. Because I talked... Oh, do we have to say when we do that? (laughs) (laughs) I discussed this story Uh earlier today. uh, And I don't know if the person who I discussed it with would be happy with me saying who I discussed it with. But I discussed this story earlier today. Mm -hmm. And it was pointed out to me, particularly like the... Such a dangerous ground to say in a public forum. But the child rapist bit... They highlighted, uh, and they said that they'd seen some documentaries and they'd read some articles and they thought it was incredibly interesting that there's more than one type of child of pedophile. Okay. It's like a rainbow of pedophiles? It's definitely not what I was saying. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was what you... I'm pretty sure I was not saying I just love putting words (laughs) (laughs) Continue. There's people who do exactly what you just... Like, the, they are rapists. Mm. It's about power. Mm. They could be raping anyone. There is a particular... Uh, there's an additional layer of power in, you know, doing it to children, mm-hmm. which is obviously completely sick. And, yeah. and those are the people that you're like, maybe we do just chop off their dick. Is that what you're saying? Those are the people we just chop up? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Like anyway, but 
who I was chatting to earlier today pointed out that there's a different group of pedophiles. And even just saying the word pedophile immediately makes people not want to hear anything yeah, that I'm about to say. Yeah, that they're just like attracted to kids. That are attracted to children yeah. and don't want to act on it. Yeah. And it's a genuine sickness. Yeah. And they have no ability to seek help. Because if you say in any way, I'm a pedophile, uh-huh. then you're going to be in trouble mm-hmm. in many ways. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe someone's going to chop off your dick. Yeah. And maybe other people are going to cheer it. Uh, and there's apparently been this really interesting academic in Germany who's tried to provide anonymous help to the people who okay. have uh, those desires yeah. and need to seek help, but they can't reach out to anyone. Because even if you tell a therapist, they're still probably going to be like, "Yeah, I can accept a lot of things, but fuck you, you piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But it's kind of wild my... if there isn't some people who are, like, designated therapists for... Um... I think there are, but they're just incredibly hard to... I mean, even being a therapist... I actually read a, a thing about a therapist who did try to help people. I can't remember where this was. I think it might have been in the... Anyway, I can't remember. This was not the same one as mm. this German academic who's made adverts, like public adverts, to try and help these people and give them a line to call. Mm-hmm. Uh, but... Ages ago, years and years ago, I think I read a Vice article on a therapist who tried to help pedophiles, and the therapist himself was attacked. Okay. His whole thing was, I'm trying to stop victims being created. Uh, But people didn't give a shit. They were like, you're helping pedophiles, so you're sick too. Okay, yeah. I get the the outrage, but... I get it. It does feel sick. Like, what the fuck is... It's a, it's a gross feeling. Like, you it feel is. gross about it. But the thing is that if the person is afraid that... I don't... I th- Even more than... Gro- like, there's... There's plenty of shit I feel gross about. Yeah. There's a whole different level of... of uh, visceral disgust. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, like, it's tons like... Un- of shit that I feel gross about. Yeah. It's not just it that I'm like... No, thank you. Yeah, but no. This is like a, a deep, deep, twisted. You need. That's this is the worst. It's yeah. the worst. It's like unfafathomable that somebody can feel this way and when you don't like that. The, yeah, would be like. Mm, no, I think you should have your dick chopped off. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a problem. That's not the right response. Probably the right response is. A very, very careful and appropriate long process of therapy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, obviously, that's kind of a separate point because this is for people who've been convicted of child rape. (sighs) It's hard to feel bad. Of course. I mean, I don't. I don't feel bad. Like, I feel like, yeah. Yeah. Big part of me that's like fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> like, but sometimes it's the whole like trying to navigate the how much a part of me is like fuck him, and how much is like. Oh, but also, they're like we have to try and and do so that people get help or get 
better or something. It's like, it's difficult. Like, when do we just leave people and say, fuck them, chop off their dicks? And when do we actually, like, wh- when? It, where is the yeah. where is the line? When it, yeah. um, Well, I think the line for me is the moment that they act on it. If theoretically, like theoretically, my line is as soon as they act yeah. on it. Yeah. That's the point where where it's unforgivable because especially you look at the stats of how many pedophiles were assaulted as children and it's yeah. like like it's a cycle and then yeah. you go well so if that happened to you i almost don't feel it's your fault that you have uh those feelings or those things to express but the moment that you do it to another child which i include looking at material because it's still like acting on an urge or when i mean that material was still produced mm-hmm. right oh yeah and so it's still ultimately exploiting someone, someone exploited is harmed yeah it's true uh but i don't and i i mean i don't know enough about psychology to say whether exposure to the thing that you have a a sickness for could possibly help yeah uh, is there something wrong with your mic i don't think so there we go yeah i think you're just too far oh that's probably <laughs> good <laughs> <laughs> anyway that was my super depressing story to start yeah. us off. i mean it's not super depressing it was uh well, but it's interesting story. to talk about like but uh it it dumped us in a little uh in a little hole um <laughs> So yeah, uh, there's a bunch of people that say it will deter rapists. Uh, I'm I'm not convinced. No, but I'm also just not as opposed as I probably should be. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, it's a tricky one. I mean, it's not very preventative, I think. Definitely, but it does make you just feel like, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> like that's and. Uh, Have you seen? The South African female inventor's rape condom. Oh, yeah, yeah. With the thing you put in your vagina and uh, yeah, it like, and almost got, has teeth or something. It's got like cats or fox spots are like cats and foxes mm-hmm. in their vaginas. They've but got, also like, like when would inside. you like, oh, I think I'm getting raped tonight probably. Then you put it in and it's like, I'm just carrying this. Like also, even if some... Somebody raped you and their dick got stuck there or like like torn up. torn up there. Also, that will be traumatic for everyone involved. Definitely. But I do But applaud. traumatic. <laughs> for him. For him. Which is fine with me. And I feel like the situation would be traumatic anyway. Mm-hmm. But like... I don't, that one is really... Because I do think... That is very clearly a cruel and unusual punishment. And yet I struggle for, for anyone who doesn't know what it what it is, right? It's basically a, a female condom mm-hmm. made of hard plastic that has angled into the towards like the condom spikes. Like, yeah. Which means that you could enter, but as you pulled out, it would do nothing. It would just the the angle of the spikes means it would tear Mm-hmm. the penis to shreds i feel like it's fair 
But I think that's my point. Like, I think it's a it's very clearly a cruel and unusual punishment. It's mm-hmm. very clearly like it is. You look at the thing and you're like, that's medieval. Yeah. You're like, so is fucking so is rape. rape. Yeah. <laughs> well, there it is. I mean, yeah, that's the thing. It, uh, it maybe it would make some my, people my civilization. Yeah, my totally. C- civility. That we the, the fact that we have to invent these things in the first place is horrible, but. I think I do. I just do not feel bad for people who rape. I do not care what happens to you. You're the scum of the earth. Fuck you. Bye. <laughs> I feel uh, like you. Are. I mean, is this too black and white? I don't know. No, it was I don't the, think so. Bye. <laughs> I think maybe. Took away from your point. (laughs) I actually think it added, but that's just (laughs) me, maybe. I just, I mean, also, if you are wearing one of those and you find someone cute and you want to fuck him, like, remember to take that shit out. (laughs) Like, oh my God. Ah, what a mess. Jesus Christ. Could you imagine? No. Could you imagine such a thing? It'd be horrible. Oh. So that was my uplifting story. Okay, I'm cool. excited to hear what you said. You're doing something a bit different this week. Yeah, because I was looking for a main story, and I want it to be a little fucking juicy. And sometimes I just <laughs> do you need a bar- to barf a little bit. You're I, uh, allowed. I, I, I ju- what oh. you don't like it when I say fuck? <laughs> it's juicy. So I found this thick thing. Okay, I'll stop. I decided to. There was a headline, yeah, and it like there isn't a lot to it. But then I decided to, um, just delve a little more into the yeah. yeah. I do that sometimes. Maybe I should just stop talking about doing it. Actually, do it just doing do it. it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the. <laughs> The title is Billion Dollar Lululemon Under Fire for Promoting Resist Capitalism Event. Have you seen? I haven't seen this. Okay. But fuck Lululemon. Fuck him. Fuck him. And that's what we're going to get into. I'm going to, I'm just going <laughs> to. I don't know where you're taking it, but I'm already <laughs> fuck Lululemon. Yes. <laughs> so I'm excited to see where this goes. Yes. <laughs> so. I got most of this from The Guardian. There's uh, uh, this, this article was written by Edward Helmore. So if people, like for the people who don't know or haven't heard, I don't know if there's anyone, but Lululemon is an athletic wear, like at leisure wear uh, maker, best known for its fucking expensive leggings that cost like over $100 a piece. And um, it's not that great. Like, a lot of their shit has actually been recalled or something because there were so many issues. But anyway, so, they're like, they're a $45 billion company now. Okay. They have so much money. And they have the audacity of making a yoga, Zoom event, whatever, that, (laughs) that... will teach participants about, you know, fuck capitalism. Like, the irony of this is so... I just... (laughs) (laughs) It's too much. I 
but then again, and I will get into what Lululemon is, what they like. There's so much I could only pick some things. There's so like there's books written about this shit. Like they are insane. I'm sorry, that's ableist. They're they're just no fuck them. They're wild. Okay. <laughs> Uh, yes. So <laughs> they say that participants will be able to learn. I have a question. Is yes. insane ableist? Um, insane and crazy. I do. Well, let's get into this then. Technically, yeah. Be- but the thing is, I do not know what words then to use because yeah. I don't, I obviously, I don't use it as a, like an insult to people who are like it's yeah, I don't I know. I can comprehend it being but I just don't know where do you go. Mm. It's like I'm derailing in such a massive fashion, but I yeah. just it's intriguing to me. And it is to me too, and I'm I'm also trying to figure it out and I've been reading about it and because I wanna be informed and I wanna like not perpetuate all this shit, uh I just honestly do not have better words for like something that's crazy or something that's I, I I think what did they say what was a good word for it like preposterous or something that's but that's not natural to me that's like preposterous oh but that's a great word but it doesn't have the same preposterous is like a very specific yeah feeling of yeah it creates incredulity yeah <laughs> it makes you go this is unbelievable. Yeah. But it doesn't make you go like, this is, I don't know. I use wild. I try to use wild a little more, but yeah, also but I use, still, I, I still use, I, same. but for example, uh, I'm a part of some Facebook groups. Um, <laughs> yeah. And uh, I got called out today for using ableist language because I, I was actually talking about our podcast because it was like a self-promotion thread and they were like, yeah, if you have something you want to plug, I'm like, okay, we'll talk about the podcast. And I was like, oh, and uh, like we talk about the crazy news that you missed. And I like the admin was like, hey, you have to change this, which I think is fair. And I was like, fuck, sorry, that's my bad. And I'll change it because like, I just can't go and say, well, fuck this, because I know better. Because I honestly don't, and a lot of people probably know more, but I do struggle with this particular uh, also, side of it. With, with the, with where do we go? I don't know. Mm. Also, I, So I think about, I really hate the very, very ableist R word. Yeah, me too. Which is used a lot. Yeah, especially in Denmark. Danes fucking love that yeah, word. They do. Uh, but then I'm, I am struggle with... Th- like, moron is an ableist word. Okay. See, I wouldn't have, like... Because... Uh, I don't because know the origin of that. It's from... There used to be a, a rating system of intelligence where, like... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Idiots, moron, right. retarded other things like all of these words were like some kind of pseudo-scientific system mm-hmm. yeah and so people are like or or dumb dumb is yeah yeah all of these words are uh, but where do we go mm. next yeah so like we need better words then because like i feel like yeah special is the like friendly replacement 
yeah, special I needs guess. in the Special Olympics in the and yet in school that just meant that special became. If you watch the In Betweeners, have you ever seen the In Betweeners? I don't think so. It's a British show about a bunch of sixteen-year-olds, and they use the word special the same way that tons of other British kids do as yeah. an insult. Uh, yeah, like because as soon as it was applied to disabled people, mm-hmm. like the problem is. Not the word. The problem is that people hate disabled people and yeah. those people need a smack. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Obviously, I disagree with violent punishment and I've made that very clear <laughs> in the first story. Yes. Uh, Obviously. Chop their dicks off. <laughs> <laughs> Just like kids bullying other kids. Chop their fucking dicks off. I don't give oh, a shit. You think he's special? I'm going to make you special. <laughs> fucking you <nook>. nook. <laughs> But yeah, no, it's it's a tricky. It's it's uh, I I do. Ah, I'm I'm struggling a little bit with it too, and I I, I th- I'm just struggling with the replacement of the words. I miss words that then describe because I don't think. Of, and, and then I, we can talk about uh, intent and everything, and fuck the uh, intention um, because the of course. The damage is what counts. And like, if I'm harming, if I'm like harming somebody by using my words, like then of course I want to, I want to do something else. I just do not know. Also like it's the same in Danish. Like I'm really, it's, it's, we don't really. Crazy is actually, usually Denmark has like one word where we have 17. Yeah. Crazy. You guys have so many different ways of saying crazy. I the, yeah, well, I I guess that one. That's one thing where I'm like, I think Denmark might have more <laughs> than Danish might have more than English, which yeah, is rare. Maybe. That's that's true. I have to pee. Oh no! I drank so much water. <laughs> <laughs> this will now be a solo podcast for the next. <laughs> you know what? Then then the the other two is just <laughs> like the peeing sound. It's okay. very very easy to pause. You didn't have to say. You could have just paused. No, I think people should know. <laughs> and we're back like this doesn't matter because for them that was it's no literally break. there's been no <laughs> oh, but also great for the huge motorbike to come by just as i think that was just after i pressed the well timed yeah. <laughs> these assholes on their bikes such a grand I am. No, but they don't need to make that much noise. That's the thing. They could not do that. But the thing is that these... How many people could say that about you? (laughs) (laughs) I have been assassinated. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I know like 20 people. Would say that I would be mad if it wasn't <laughs> so true. <laughs> you bitch. Okay, fine. But you know, it's just I do not walk around that oh, no, I have to be careful what I say. It might not be true. Give up. <laughs> You're already dead. Anyway, Lululemon. <laughs> yes. Tell uh, us more. I realized, by the way, in, in our little break that the people don't even know it's a break, but <laughs> I realized that I don't hate Lululemon as much as I thought I did. Oh. Because there's two Lula companies. There's Lululemon uh-huh. and Lularoe. 
LuLaRoe is a pyramid scheme piece of shit. Is that what you were thinking? And about? I was confusing them. Uh, Lululemon, I have reason to believe, are also terrible. Completely. But not a pyramid scheme. So they get... Well... Oh. Let's get into it. No, it's oh. not... Well, it's not a pyramid scheme. Okay. As much as it is a cult. Okay. So let's get into <laughs> it. Let's. That's the same thing. Yes, it is. Okay. In many ways. Um, so what I was saying was that they... Uh, they say about this workshop that they're making that participants will be able to learn how, quote, gender constructs across the world have informed culture and the ways violent colonialism has erased these histories to enforce consumerism, which is all good and dandy, bitch. But like, what are you doing? What are you doing? You, 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 you? <laughs> You're making these work? Like, I just, it's so laughable. I, but the infuriating thing is it's so on brand for them because they're so tone deaf. Like, they're so stupid. And so, obviously, now Lululemon is being called out because of obvious contradictions uh, between teaching a resist capitalism class while literally being the fucking epitome of greedy, heartless capitalism. I just can't. So, um, yeah. So I just saw this as an opportunity to maybe get a little more into what is Lululemon? What is the deal? Because I hate them and I want to explain to you what you should do. (laughs) (laughs) So the founder of Lululemon is Chip Wilson. Mm, What a name. That's a very white name. If, if your name is Chip, you know, stop it. So he based the company in Vancouver. Dancing on an innocent name. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, it's Chip. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry if your name is Chip and you're offended by this. <laughs> My name is Luna. I've had enough struggles, okay? It's fine. <laughs> so he made the company in Vancouver in 1998. And... um Yes, I'm going to read a screenshot I took because there's so much and I have to read it out loud. And I was like, I'm not going to write this in my notebook. It's just not going to happen. So it was uh, he's answering about the origins of the company and why Lululemon came to be. So he writes, women's lives changed immediately after the pill. Men did not know how to relate to the new female Already there, like, bitch, the new female. Oh, so many things wrong. Well, thus came the era of divorces. Mm. Yeah, yeah. With divorce and publicity around equality, women in the 1970s and 80s found themselves operating as power women. The media convinced women that they could win at home and be a man's equal in the business world. Women put in 12-hour workdays, attempted to keep a clean and orderly ho- uh, house and give their children all the love they had pre-divorce. What they gave up, however, was their social life, exercise, balance, and sleep. The 1980s gave way to power women dressing like men in boardroom attire with big shoulder pads. They went to three martini lunches and smoked because this is what their successful fathers did in the business world. He just knows women, this chip. 
Breast cancer also came into prominence in 1990s. I suggest this was due to the number of cigarette-smoking power women who were on the pill. <laughs> I just can't with this man. Um, uh, what's it called? Parenthesis. Initial concentrations of hormones in the pill were very high, which is true. And taking on the stress previously left to men in the working world. Ultimately, Lululemon was formed because female education levels, breast cancer, yoga slash athletics, and the desire to dress feminine came together all at one time. And of course, this has been removed from the like from the webpage because, okay, spoiler alert, he got like told to resign basically in 13, but we'll get there. So he's just swell, okay? <laughs> he's just a wonderful guy, just really making sense and really just connecting the dots of the universe. So he created the name because he thinks Japanese people can't say the letter L. So he wrote in a blog post in 2009 that including the L's would let Japanese people think that the name is just innately you know, uh, North American and authentic. And then he literally said to a Canadian magazine, it's funny to watch them try and say it. <laughs> he is such a piece of shit. So, <laughs> I actually read quite a bit of research about Japanese people uh -huh. pronouncing L's and R's Yeah. And not joking. Mm -hmm. When you're a baby, I've been talking about this a lot because it's my big struggle in Danish is actually okay. hearing and saying things. Anyway, <laughs> he's a piece of shit. That's not the point. No. Thinking it's funny to hear them say it. Yeah, Obviously, it's like, ha, 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 you silly little person. But you just happen to have touched onto something that I... Oh, I'm interested. Yeah. So, when you're a baby, mm -hmm. you hear all sounds. Doesn't matter what it is, whatever language you are listening to. Because you're not you putting it into patterns and every shit. sound. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After a little while, if you think of sounds as like waveforms that are close to each other, mm. if your language doesn't separate them, then you'll merge them together and not hear the difference. So genuinely mm. in Japanese, there is no R and L sound yeah. or the same sound. The same way as in Danish, you have fucking seventy two vowels. Sorry about it. That I'm physically incapable of hearing because as a baby, those sounds merge together. That's so interesting. So like the A-E mm -hmm. sound mm -hmm. and an E. Yeah, that one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so say that again. E. Okay, now say an I in Danish. E. Now say E in Danish. E. <laughs> so... Danes. E, e, e. It's like it's our Danish listeners will hear the difference. Yeah. They'll be able to identify which one is which. Uh -huh. Because as a baby, they had to learn the difference because they were different sounds. Yeah. Our non expert level Danish speaker <laughs> <laughs> listeners or anything yeah. other than native Danes basically, or someone who's been speaking Danish for a very long time. Mm -hmm will basically find it impossible to hear the difference. Okay. Let us know if you could hear the difference. You can email us on Observe and Retort. Is that Observe and Retort uh, podcast? Or is it just Observe and Retort? 
can't email us. At, we don't. We don't. Have we have an email. Oh, shit, we do. Because we have an Instagram, is. and I yeah. had to have an email for that. Well, fuck it. Okay, get an say, Instagram account. Wait. No, don't get an Instagram account. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Okay, I want you to say mother and then murder in Danish, obviously. Okay. Okay. Say one and then the other. Mother is. No, you don't say which one. No, which. I just, just say the words. Say the two words. Okay, more, yeah. more. Yeah. So, <laughs> I never said Danish was great. <laughs> anyway, my whole point is this is such a diversion, but the whole point is he has wrapped in dickheadry <laughs> a point. Genuinely, unless you, tr- if you're a Japanese speaker and mm-hmm. you don't train in. And hearing English, they you can't hear the difference. Yeah. But the whole thing that he thinks about this Wrapped because he, he wants to laugh at Japanese yeah. people that is it's like go like fuck when yourself. Danes go, hey, say red porridge with fucking Rød Yeah, there you oh. go. It is oh. a classic. Uh, <laughs> okay, Kermit. <laughs> it's like some Louis Armstrong. Again for our Listeners who don't live in Denmark and have never heard that phrase before, that is a way of saying... It's like every language has this one sentence that kind of... uh, It's a specific phrase that non-native Danes can't say. Very well. And if German spies were coming, at least this is what Danes say. I don't know if this is actually true. It's probably fake news because Denmark didn't exactly fight for long against the Germans. But <laughs> when German spies were coming to Denmark in World War Two, apparently that's how they they would ask them to say, mm. "Yes." But I have a German friend who and then they'd get shot. Yes, because they would say, like also, who wants to hear that? Just shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, get rid of that guy. That was horrible. No, but I actually have a German friend who recorded saying that and sent it to me. And I, I only know her through Instagram. Yeah. Uh, and I literally thought, okay, she's just a Danish person trying to fuck with me. Like, she said it perfectly. I'm like, no, no, no. Like, is she just... Is he just pretending to be German? I'm so confused because it was said perfect. It perfectly once. Did you? How drunk were you? I was. No, I was in Charlie's uh, bar that I used to work in in mm-hmm. the center of Copenhagen, and I practiced it. It was a very slow day, and I practiced it for three hours straight. That was all I did with a regular because it was a boring fucking. Wow, regular. that would drive me mad. He was very dull. Uh, and was it I Owen? Was <laughs> it was not Owen because he definitely can't say it. No. <laughs> oh, definitely not. Oh my god, he'd be the last person. And Owen is a regular. We both know. Yes. Where is he from? Uh, Scotland? Ireland? No, he's no, from, he's from UK. He's from New- Newcastle. But I never understand what he's saying. I love him very much. Saying such a diversion. I'm sorry. We're going so far anyway, Lululemon. Where? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, David. And I said it right. I got it right after three hours of practice. And nobody will ever know. And then an hour know. later, a, someone else, a different regular came in. And I like, I got it. I practiced it consistently. And I was like, I can fucking say a little bit of And then they were like, what? <laughs> oh, no. It's gone. 
Oh. These brief moments yeah, it's in which I could so be fleeting. considered a Dane <laughs> and then I lost it. It's really not easy to enter the society and try and like have Danish conversations with Danes while not being Danish. I feel I I have a lot of respect for people just being like, I'm gonna speak Danish to you now as well as I fucking can because your fucked up language is hard, okay? And people be like, oh my god, that's cute. I don't understand what you're saying. And you've just been working so hard for so long. Anyway. Let's hear more about these shitty leggings. Yeah. <laughs> so, he, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's funny to watch them try and say it. Ugh, he's the worst. Anyway, so basically the name Lululemon means absolutely nothing. It was just to be a dick. Um, also, this uh, Mr. Chip Wilson said that he favors using child labor in developing countries. Ooh. Uh, because <laughs> as he said, yeah, it's not, it's not cute. He says it's a way for poor countries to pull themselves out of poverty and to, you know, let youths work instead of collecting handouts. So he's helping the world with underpaying for shitty labor and shitty conditions. He's actually really doing something noble. I'd like to reconsider my position on chopping off dicks. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's so bad. He's such an asshole. Ugh. Okay. And <laughs> as if he couldn't get any worse. It get, it, oh, don't worry. It gets worse. Wilson will talk about himself in the third person. He's that guy. He's the guy who talks about himself in third person. And at this point, yeah, no, we're not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> But I did like that little anecdote. It's like, he talks about himself in third person. Great, I'm going to say it because it's the worst. It's like super douche alert. David also agrees that's the worst. <laughs> right? <laughs> Luna hates that. He said in 2013 that... Uh, Lululemon was just not clothing for women who did not have a thigh gap. Okay. So he's like, no, this is not, this is just, no, it doesn't work well on bigger women. Oh. And they not ref- having a thigh gap makes you a bigger woman. Seriously? Rather than just. I am a very most women. average, I don't know, average, like, I have a, a very generic average kind of body. And at this moment in time, I don't have a thigh gap. And I'm like, if you make, if you make clothes only for people without, or who has a thigh gap, I, you, you're, you're a dick. <laughs> like, I mean, you're, you're also just excluding a lot of people. Excluding. Like that's just bad business, isn't it? Anyway, there's a, an incredibly small number of people who are naturally have thigh gaps and sure. then yeah. a vast amount of people who are underweight. Also, I cannot believe that the thigh gap thing is a thing now. Like another thing that women have to fucking worry about, like you have a thigh gap or not. Fuck this. Like we don't have enough shit that we have to, ma- now we're looking at the, the empty space between our fucking thighs. Can we have one moment like to not I, uh, have a thing to worry about? Oh. I read the other day about something that I didn't know women even worried about. 
something. Oh, tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember this. what it's called, but the the hip hip dips. Oh, like oh, okay, yeah. Apparently, people are concerned about having dips in their hips. But yeah, that's what naturally occurs. They're literally. very worried that it's not normal because their hips dare to go in at a certain point. Like, what the fuck? I'm just so tired. It's apparently, a concern. Women are just trying to live their lives, and here we are. Okay, <clears throat> so where was I? Child labor, third person, <laughs> thigh gap. Yeah, and yeah, they basically refuse to make clothes in like bigger sizes. They uh, have been like they tell their employees to discourage people over a certain size to buy their clothing. It's so, like, and so many people have come out and like talked about how they were body shamed in a Lululemon store. And like a woman had this very sad encounter where she was so shamed, like she went home and she just cried. And also she had just lost a ton of weight. She was really proud that she was like uh, doing something for her her health or something. And she went in there and she got like super shamed. And uh, yeah, it's just horrible. They're horrible. Um, So after uplifting stories this week, (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so after he told, like after he did this interview and said, mm, "Fuck people without thigh gaps," the board was like, "Maybe, maybe you don't do interviews anymore. How about that? How do they feel about that? Because that's how it's going to be now. Goodbye." He was basically also just like forced to resign because um, they just—he's an asshole. He's a fucking asshole. I think that's clear at this stage. Yeah. Good, good. I'm happy that we're agreeing. So Lululemon is it's difficult to say, also for a Dane. Lululemon. <laughs> it's not easy for anyone. I know, you've got to say all the syllables. Lululemon. <laughs> is that what you say? Where you come from. Lululemon is often described as a cult. I don't know why I turn into Dame Edna. I really don't. But here I am. Um... So, yeah, it's it's very broadly descri- described as a cult. Uh, and here are some of the rules that employees have to follow. Buckle up, bitch. So you can't talk about the job outside the job. Okay. Yeah. Don't do it. In addition to working out, like you have to work out, but you also have to attend morning lectures on willpower. Are you getting paid for this time? No. I don't think so. Oh, okay. No. It's like off. Yeah. Yeah. Off duty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I am just a person. <laughs> also, you have to live on a really strict diet. You have to be on like paleo diets, juice cleanses, vegan snacks, gluten-free snacks. Um, yeah. You have to do this. You personally, David, have to do this. <laughs> also, you're forced to do yoga with your coworkers when you're off the job, like when in your free time. Basically, like they they do everything together. They encourage like you do everything. To, so it is like they're spending so much time together and living under these rules and then these lectures and everything, this culture. And that it's just it's so many red flags. Also, they have creepy names for everything like the store employees, like the clerks, they're called educators. Oh. What is that about? Because, like, 
they because they educate women to hate yeah. their own bodies. Yes, so they're just helping. That is important education. What are you gonna do with all that saggy ass? You're welcome. <laughs> Leave a tip at the door. Ugh. Uh, and they have to go to like to quote unquote cult like seminars. This is not from the garden. This is all the other shit yeah. I googled afterwards. <laughs> also, educators are trained to eavesdrop on customers. They are right. actually trained to listen in on conversations and ask weird ass fucking questions because it is a lot less expensive than paying for focus groups and shit. <laughs> so, so they they report back the shit they hear. Like it's so like it's so bad. <laughs> David is rubbing his eyes. Oh, I'm he looks just real tired. I'm yeah. Struggling with the uh, yeah, the focus group. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. It's really bad. So other reasons to hate Lululemon. Yeah. Speaking of the of the poorly paid people who are actually making their clothes. So factory workers who make the leggings uh, have said that they are beaten and humiliated, and uh, they make as little as a hundred and six dollars a month. Which is less than a pair of fucking Lululemon leggings. Like, what? It's so horrible. And uh, so, uh, I, I really hope your weekly what the fuck this week is uplifting because I'm, <laughs> I'm struggling already. Uh, uplifting <laughs> is maybe not the word. Um, what the fucky? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but so these women. Uh, not these women, but female factory workers said mm-hmm. that they have been called whore and slut and prostitute and like all kinds of shit by their managers. And Lululemon's like, well, we don't own these. Like we just, mm-hmm. we it's just subcontractors. So yes, exactly. And now they're like, no, but we're going to investigate. Lululemon is going to investigate. And I have total, just, you know, all faith in them. So much trust. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. going to be great. I, they're just going to save the world, I'm sure. And uh, so that's a little bit about the company and the asshole and everything. And um, I don't know, do you know about the Lululemon murder? I do not. Okay. Here we go. I really cut this down. This is just tiny, tiny part. But I think when we talk about Lululemon, it's relevant to talk about the murder. Hey. That happened in 2011, and I first heard about this on my favorite murder, which is my favorite podcast. Or, well, yeah, still. Well, I wrote my fucking thesis on it. So. I feel like you know, you might have a different favorite podcast. Um, actually, like observing this one. <laughs> Goddamn traitor! <laughs> I'm sorry. Your second favorite podcast I'm is my so favorite murder. Yeah, my f- second favorite, yes. Uh, they, back in 2016, actually, they, they made a, a great episode on it. Uh, and uh, listen to it. It's number 31. Uh, and it's really interesting. Anyway, very shortly summarized, in March 2011 in Maryland, um, a Lululemon clerk called Brittany Norwood murdered another clerk okay. uh, called Jaina Murray. After the store had closed, she attacked her, inflicting her with over 300 injuries. Uh, 
and uh, like like head trauma and stab wounds and shit. Like it was a massacre. Like so much blood everywhere. Um, uh, by the way, <laughs> trigger warning. I don't know. <laughs> so helpful. That so, yeah, you're welcome. Maybe we should put that in the description today because we also talk about rape and shit. We should probably put in a trigger warning. Anyway. I feel I'd like to put in a, a pre-warning that next week I promise we'll bring <laughs> some more. Funniest stories. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, this, you know, but also, uh, yeah, I'm just, we I love true down. crime. So I'm and like, oh, I see a, an opportunity to talk about something <laughs> horrible. So let's do it. So, yeah. So she... After she murdered, after Norwood murdered Murray, she actually staged a crime scene. And then she claimed that it was masked um, intruders that had raped them and then killed the other woman. Okay. And this, the story is so fucked up. Yeah. It's worth listening to. It's just, it's, it's so tragic and so horrible. And... Um, yeah, and I cannot help but think, like, well, this all, no, I can't say that this all happened. There was just talk of that Norwood, who was the who was the murderer, uh, was um, accused of trying to steal a pair of leggings by Murray. Okay. So that may have ignited some sort of... Eighth. I I just don't under like it's so wild to me that somebody can do that kind of harm in yeah. such a horrible way and but like if you want to hear the details listen to the my favorite murder episode on it it's uh it's fucked up if you like the fucked up shit and uh, you're you're intrigued go listen um it's called Namaste Sexy in this episode not this one, the my favorite murder one. Anyway, that was Lululemon. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. Okay. So don't buy their shit, and um, just please just spread the word. <laughs> oh, they're the worst. Do we have that in Denmark? You think? I have no idea. Mm. I don't. Buy I have it. a lot of stories all over the world. Yeah. I just don't feel like I've seen it. Anyway, want to go to weekly? What the fuck? Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that was better than the last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, my neighbors hate me. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. It's like almost eleven. I do. Let me get right into it. So my weekly what the fuck? Yes, is actually an update oh. on a previous story. Oh, great. Uh, and so I want to do, before I get to the weekly what the fuck, I want to do some background. It's, we're going back to Belarus. Okay. Yeah. So much is happening. Uh, which really went from, we talked about it before the election and then it's really obviously. Just gone up, off like the rails. Wild. <laughs> yeah. Post election. Yeah. We've seen at least a hundred thousand protesters flooding their streets to demand yeah. that Lukashenko step down. Uh, have you seen the cop kicking granny? No. Oh no. There is a grandmother. Oh no. Nina Baginskaya. Bagins. Baginskaya. Oh. Yeah. She is 73 years old. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and the police won't harm her because she's very old and they used to have a lot of deference for the elderly in Belarus. Okay. So she's out there oh. screaming expletives and attacking cops. Oh my God, atta- I love They'll her. beat the shit out of everyone else, but they're like, she's an old lady. Can't touch granny. <laughs> we can't touch the granny. <gasps> I love that so much, David. That's uh, amazing. This is still all just building up to the... <laughs> really? That wasn't it? The... Opposition leader Maria Koloniskova mm-hmm. was kidnapped. Oh. She was told when? that she would be deported alive or in bits. Okay. And as a response, so she was taken to the border with Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And also, you can't deport someone who's from your country. So it would have been sending her into exile. Yeah. Or, but she was told... We're going to deport you, oh, either alive or in bits. And in response, she physically tore up her passport so that they couldn't get her across <gasps> the border. While she's in a van being kidnapped and That's sent to the... That's absolutely badass. Now she's in the prison, nerve. but she's Oof. like still in... Apparently it was part of a plot by the dictator Lukashenko to say that she was fleeing and mm. then to say that she wasn't really committed to Belarus. And so her response was, you're not going to get rid of me. You're going to have to jail me. And then people are going to be really angry because you oh jailed me and you can't pretend that I ran away from yeah. you. Yeah. She's amazing. Good for her. Amazing response. I do not have that kind of guts. Absolutely not. <laughs> Whenever I hear about these kind of situations where somebody does something super brave and like a woman like doing something very admirable, I'm like, that ain't me. <laughs> I always wonder, what would I do? I wonder if I would, you know, rise to the occasion. <laughs> but I got to say, David, I probably won't. <laughs> I No, no, you know. So all of that is very exciting. Mm. Uh, yeah. It's very interesting. But it's not my weekly what the fuck. None of the above. This is when, what I'd like what to What was tell this you. then? <laughs> this is an appetizer? A pro-government... Belarusian TV channel took a street interview with a local activist uh, who stood against, he stood for Alexander Lukashenko retaining power and he condemned fake news and foreign meddling. He was very, very angry about the foreign meddling Mm -hmm. in Belarus. Mm -hmm. In a twist... The interviewee was exposed as a Russian national, <laughs> Anton Tarasov, who even ran for the Russian legislature in one of Moscow's oh, right. constituencies. Yeah. Oh, he was complaining about foreign meddling and <laughs> fake news in a foreign meddling oh piece of fake news. <laughs> Which you've just got to love the balls on the man. <laughs> what is this life? This is, yeah. Yeah. Wow. He's uh so he was he was soon exposed as <laughs> as a complete fraud and exactly what he was complaining about. Which I just it was it was a beautiful <laughs> little bit of a Yeah, irony or Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So I thought I'd use it as an excuse to do an update on our yeah. previous story. I love that. Also I've been thinking about it too because so much has happened and we Talked about it like right in the beginning, yeah. before everything hit the fan, and yeah. 
Thank We're you for that. We're hipsters of Belarus. That's what we are. We're hipsters of Belarus. Yeah, but it's like oh, we were there we before. Were there it was before. cool. <laughs> All these other real on our stories. podcast. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that we actually made it into a huge news story. Us and our 50 listeners, yeah. I'm relatively confident. I feel like got out there and were like, "This is for you, people. You did this. <laughs> you, you." You you are the revolution. We are the activists and the foreign meddlers. Like we're like so important for like so democracy and like society. And mm. I feel like people should like acknowledge it because like we're really doing a great job. <laughs> I'm sorry. I will never do that again, which is a lie. I will totally do it. I love doing it. Probably in four minutes time. Yes. My weekly what the fuck. Yes. Uh, I wish I could give you some. Well, it's kind of, well, it's fucked up. It's not funny. It's just kind of fucked up. So the headline is, woman who saw it off own hand found guilty of fraud. (laughs) Please tell me more. Okay, here we go. A Slovenian woman who was 22 had taken out five insurance policies in the year leading up to her injury. Not suspicious. She's been, she's just been like, oh, don't be suspicious, don't dumb. be suspicious. So she stood five to, different policies. Yeah, that's super chill. Yeah. So she stood to gain more than one million euros in like payoffs, uh, payouts. Yeah. And uh, so the court found that the woman and her boyfriend had intentionally left the severed hand. Like she was like, oh, I was cutting branches or something. Sawed off her fucking hand above, above the wrist. And so they left mm. the hand behind instead of taking it with them because they wanted to make sure that they couldn't fix it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, but authorities recovered it in time and they, you know, mm. they could sew it That's on That's fucking devastating. Too fucking bad. <laughs> <laughs> they also found out, it's just dumber, uh, they found out that the boyfriend had Googled artificial hands <laughs> like look, in I, the days before. You know, that's not great. It doesn't look good. I've 100% Googled artificial hands before. But right before you chopped off your hand? No, but what if I accidentally chopped off my hand? Yeah, that's bad luck. I have some pretty huge scars on my hands and You're like, arms. you manifested not it and it <laughs> happened. Okay, Like, I need to explain the huge scars a little bit. Oh, yeah, maybe if you're... It was an accident. I had an accident with a window. And... Okay, how long is this? There go. When was this? Sometimes. It's a much longer story. We've we've gone over it now. We're not going to go into okay. the story now. Okay, cool. That's but for another stage, one. Also, you know, a little fun one. Yeah. Did you read about the python that had seven I eggs? absolutely dis- did. Despite not being near a male python for at least two decades? I did. That is very impressive. It was uh, intriguing. I read about it. I was so close to bringing it as the story. Mm-hmm, I figured. But I <laughs> read a bit more and it was less, like the first bit mm-hmm. was this fucking old python mm-hmm. who's way older than like... Us. <laughs> yes. It's way older than normally reproduces, Yeah, which that's interesting. That is interesting. Laid eggs. But then it said at the... Halfway down this article, at least the one that I read, mm-hmm. apparently pythons can reproduce asexually. 
Well, they store. They no, can they store can semen. Both. What? Apparently, they can store semen for ages. Okay. And they can reproduce asexually. Then why is this a so thing? They can fuck themselves and then make a baby. Oh, that's cool. So like snakes, clone. when they snakes say to each other, "Go fuck yourself," it's like maybe I will. Exactly. That's very cool. So after I had those two things, I was like, okay, so there's two explanations, and it's basically just old ass snake has a baby. True. It's great clickbait though. It was fucking great clickbait. <laughs> I, I, I was totally jumped on like, it. Like, yeah, this is some 2012, 2020 bullshit. Yeah, totally. Uh, anyway, that was uh, that was it. It was it was it was solid solid week. That was fun. some yeah. drama. That was some heavy shit. Yeah. Yeah. I've considered, you know, sniffing up. I was in the cadets. When I was a teenager, uh-huh. which is, man, I'm going to piss off a lot of people with this, but it's the British Hitler youth, basically. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'd love to say it's not. It was an amazing experience yes. and I've learned so much from it and it was so wonderful for my development. But realistically, it is the Hitler youth. The whole reason <laughs> we set it up was to convince people, like to convince children that the British military was great and to... Propagandize yeah. to them and convince, like, get in their heads Ooh. and give them a positive view of the army, the Ooh. air force, and the navy. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. And it's really cool. And I got loads of experiences, and I got like leadership experience as a teenager, and that was amazing. And I got nice. to fly planes and shoot rifles. What? It was really cool. That is cool. Anyway, yeah. When you're in the cadets, you are under an insurance policy, mm-hmm. just like you are if you're in the full-blown forces yeah so you can find out how much it's worth <gasps> the royal air force if you lose a toe how much how much i can't remember off the top of my head but it varied depending on which toe it was like the big toe was like two thousand pounds or something that's and not a lot it is to a 14 year old oh sure sure and you're like oh my god i hope I nothing happens like a car <laughs> or a person oh my god <laughs> yeah so we totally okay. were just like, is it worth losing an arm? I don't really want to lose an arm for like, like you lose an arm, you get like 10 or you get into the tens of thousands. You get like 40,000 or something. If you mm-hmm. Wow. But you lose a big toe. It's like, well, I think, I think I could cope without a big toe for, for 2K. <laughs> Perfect you right now, 20,000 kroner to, to lose your big toe. No. Not even a little that, bit. No. Okay. I'm also just very squeamish about it. Like, I never broke a bone in my body or, like, sprained anything. I am just a little fragile. Like, you know. Sliced my arms up and spurted water. <laughs> Not water. Spurted I mean, you do you, bitch. Like, we all have different hobbies. Can't really but- <laughs> squeamish anymore. <laughs> but I kind of I, I envy people who were who had those experiences because I feel like also more time has passed. I'm like, just becoming more and more afraid of, like getting hurt because i'm not a, a familiar with that kind of yeah. but you know it's probably like i'm gonna get hurt at some point i've broken my rib i don't rate it i slice myself up don't rate it don't rate it what are you saying i don't rate it highly you know if i was to give oh. a google review it would be like two stars yeah okay <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't do it again okay you know you don't recommend it overall the experience probably could have better if it didn't happen <laughs> sure uh, that's what it's I, not like, like a one star like there were benefits ice cream sometimes mm. uh. <laughs> anyways 
We're 100% ending the episode. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> no one would have listened this long. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening yes. to anyone who made it to this point. And thank you for being patient with us. And we will be, we'll be more on point from now on. No more boat trips. No <laughs> for more a while. boat trips. Okay. No more windows. No more. <laughs> <sighs> no more, know. none of it. Yeah, no more risks. No. You take care now. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. That's such this like deep, your little calming voice. It was such a beautiful, and then you just just fucking go. <laughs> I've heard from a few people they listen to this while they go to sleep, and I feel like that would have been a perfect like, like oh. sleep sound until until you opera screamed. Don't listen to this before going to sleep. Are you crazy?